When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Hey guys, this is Russ, and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the disappearance of Raja Adriana McQueen. Raja McQueen is an African-American woman missing from Cleveland, Ohio. She was last seen at a gas station on East 131st Street and Harvard Avenue in Cleveland at 7.30 a.m. on June 26, 2021. Raja is the mother of two young boys and a college student at Rosedale Bible College, where she went to school to study music. In an article titled, Disappearance of Two Black Women in Cleveland Area, her sister Brianna McQueen and her cousin Alicia Kirkland described Raja by saying, when she walked into a room, all eyes turned to her. Her cousin went on to say, when Raja had her mind set on something, that was it. See, when you look up her story, you'll hear many talking about her radiance, her confidence, her passion, and her genuineness. At the time of her disappearance, she was a certified nursing assistant, but also a singer and a rapper who was excited to drop her first EP. In the opening lines of her EP, titled, Wherefore, Born Again, she raps, got on my knees, my souls used to be, I cried out to God and he gave me peace. Now, ourblackgirls.com did two absolutely beautiful articles on this case. One titled, Raja McQueen, Cousin Speaks Out Candidly About Missing Person Investigation. And in this article, her cousin is quoted, giving us a little bit more of Raja's personality. She goes on to say, Raja was as sweet as pie. She was a beautiful girl. She was tough, she was strong, but she was very sensitive. And she loved the Lord and we attended church together for a few years. She was just diligent on serving God, and she tried her hardest to be successful and just do good. And that's the Raja that people remember, and people are hoping they get back. She was a mother, she was a sister, she was a daughter, but she was so much more than that. She was a beacon of light for those who knew her. Now, if you decide to look up this case on your own, you might see a couple of different dates being thrown out there. Some dates show her reported missing on June 24th. Others report her missing June 26th. And I've even seen some articles that mention dates all the way into August of 2021. However, I'm going to go by the date that is listed on the FBI flyers and on their website. So according to reports on June 26, 2021, Rachel was seen getting into her silver 2018 Nissan Sentra with a license plate number of JGH3953. This at a gas station on East 131st Street and Harvard Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. This was about 7.30 a.m. And we see her get in a car, we see her drive away, and a few hours later, that car, her car, is spotted on surveillance around 11.40 a.m. that day. The car is spotted on surveillance at Broadway and Union Avenue. At this point in time, the car had noticeable bullet holes, one in the roof and one on the passenger side. The hubcaps were missing, and there was now a fake dealer's license plate in the rear window. And on top of that, in surveillance, 
Raja wasn't the one driving the car. And this was not how the car looked just a few hours ago. Now, Raja's family was immediately concerned for her safety, in part due to a possibly abusive relationship that she was in at one point in time. However, I haven't been able to find much out about this relationship. Most articles just mention that she was possibly in an abusive one, but that's it. No name is given, no other details are given. When you go to our social media page, all of her pages are filled with Bible quotes, quotes about having faith, trusting in the Lord, the Lord being the love of her life, and pictures of her children or pictures of her new album and the things she was working on in regards to her album. There's really no mention of a man on one Facebook post about a month and a half before she went missing on May 5th, 2021. There is a status written by her saying that she hopes her account had not been at and that she was only in a relationship with Jesus at that time, alluding to the fact that maybe some post or something was made saying that she was in a relationship with someone else. But she came through to clear that up. But other than that, there's really no mention of her love life anywhere else. But regardless, when Raja hadn't been heard from for a few hours, her family reported her missing. Her family reported her missing that day. Because even without the alleged relationship, even without the surveillance that would eventually be found, Raja just up and leaving her kids with no word, no one hearing from her. See, that was the thing that just did not happen according to loved ones. That's not something she would do. She adored her children and she kept an extremely close touch with her family. Now, her family, they have been very active on her case. They speak to police on a regular basis and still are out in the streets passing out flyers in that area. In fact, in May of 2022, News Channel 5 reported that the family would stand in the middle of a busy street that is Miles Avenue in Cleveland during rush hours to make sure their flyers are reaching as many people as possible. And in regards to police, they've put in a lot of work on this case. A detective in the Cleveland Police Department has reported that more than a thousand hours had already been put into the case, and they even recruited the FBI for help. They had officers searching on foot in cars with canines, drones, and helicopters were used trying to locate her car. And according to a couple of different articles released around April 2022, police had also issued about 15 warrants and had done several interviews. However, they haven't had much of an update in regards to this case. As far as we know, the car still hasn't been recovered. The family does believe the police are doing all that they can and they are doing a great job. Detective Callahan with the Cleveland Police was especially pointed out by her one of Raja's cousins in that Our Black Girls article. In that article, she states, Detective Callahan has been extremely compassionate and efficient. He's been diligent in making sure the family is up to date with where they're going, with what they're getting. But as far as right now, they're really not getting much leads. No one is talking. And like reported in that particular article, I come across a couple different articles and news clips where the family has said, like, no, the police, they have been working closely with us. They've been keeping us up to date. The issue is they need people to talk. The police and the family believes there's definitely people in the community that know more than what they're saying. It's getting those people to say those things out loud and then giving that information to detectives. 
In a June of 2022 article, her cousin Alicia told Cleveland 19 News, and I quote, they do actually have some things in progress. And I'm actually pretty, I don't know if exciting is the word, but I'm happy with the direction that it's taken. Now, what direction that is exactly, it is not for certain. However, there has been a couple articles where family has hinted to the fact that police actually do have more information than they're letting the public know. However, they're kind of keeping that close to their chest as a way to protect the case because they think they're getting closer and closer to some really big leads and cracks in the case, which is good. Even if we, the public, don't have that information, it's good to know that the police feel confident that they have some new generated tips that are leading them in the right direction. And the family also feels that the case is progressing as well. Now, one of the things we do find out is that police were actually able to identify the driver that was seen on surveillance in Raja's car after the car reappeared on surveillance with bullet holes in it. Now, this person was not identified to the public, but police knows who this person is, and they've also interviewed this person. Again, nothing has to say to the public about what exactly was taken from this interview, if there was any more information, if this led to anything, but it does give us a little feeling of relief. The police knows who this person is, and they have talked to them. Going back to that rblackgirls.com article, we find a quote from the cousin saying, Even if you could read some of the reports, you'll find that Raja was in the car with someone, then she wasn't driving anymore, and that person was driving. Now, this is big because this is information that I did not find anywhere else. Everywhere else kind of reports the story as, okay, we see Raja in the car one minute, then we see somebody else in the car a couple hours later. This is the first time I came across any information that says no, and at one point in time, they were seen in the car together. However, again, we don't have any more information other than that tidbit, but we do know this is information that the police does know and they're working on it. Now, while the family is happy with the work of the Cleveland police and the FBI, they're still asking the community to step up as well. Her cousin Alicia is quoted by News Channel 5 as saying, look, with no malice in my heart, if you know something, you need to say something. If you have fear inside of you because you're afraid of the consequences, If it comes out on the other side, what consequences do you think you'll face had knowing the information and not coming forward? And the Kerr family, they're still holding out hope that one day they will see Raja again walking through their doors. In an interview with Cleveland 19, Raja's cousin told reporters, and I quote, one of the things I remember Gina DeHizzo's mother saying, show me about it and then I know. And that hope keeps me alive. Now, some of you guys may recognize the name and some of you guys may not. Gina De Jesus is one of three teen girls that are kidnapped and held captive inside Ariel Castro's home on Seymour Avenue in Cleveland for over a decade. See, this story was huge around 2013. Gina and three other women who were all girls, by the way, when they were kidnapped, they were only teenagers. They were kidnapped by this man named Ariel Castro. Now, he kidnapped these three girls and held them captive for over a decade. When one of the women, Amanda Berry, managed to escape the home with her six-year-old, who she had and gave birth to while in captivity. When she was able to escape, she immediately went to the police and told them everything. 
they came back and rescued the other two women, who was Michelle Knight and Gina De Jesus in 2013. Now, that story in itself is absolutely mind-blowing. And you guys can go and look it up yourself. There's tons and tons and tons and tons of information on that case. The women have since done several interviews since they have been rescued and have been going back to their lives and trying to readjust after such a traumatic experience. But see, their story has hope for so many people, not just as the story of triumph and overcoming and the story of like, wow, these young women went through this thing and they survived. But the story is also one of hope for many families with missing loved ones. You see, Usually when we talk about missing person cases, you only hear about these cases in one of three ways. They disappeared, and then they were found pretty quickly, about a week or two. Or we hear they disappeared, and they were never seen or heard from again. The case is now 10, 15, 20 years old, and there hasn't been a single update. And it's pretty much a cold case that seems to have been forgotten about. And then the last one, which is that the person disappeared and unfortunately remains are eventually found. And that's kind of how people typically think about missing person cases that, okay, if they aren't found right away, either we're never going to find them or when we're finding them, it's always going to be a sad and dark ending. However, there is an alternative ending to that, that we don't really hear talked about much. And that's the ending we hear when we're talking about Amanda Berry, Michelle Knight, and Gina De Jesus, which is that there are some who disappear and are still out there alive. And they're not found until years later. And while the public may forget about those type of stories after they initially happen, families with missing loved ones, they don't. Those are the stories that give them hope. Those are the stories that they're holding on to when it's been weeks, months, and years. They're hoping that their loved ones too are somewhere out there and they're going to be brought back to them eventually. And unfortunately, we have not done a good job following up on some of these missing person cases, but it's not as hopeless as we think. If you go back to season one, episode 18, called The Found Countdown, It's an episode where it's literally just about cases of people who have been missing for years that were eventually found. These cases happen. People are found. And when families are having hope to see their loved ones walk through the door, it's not just some type of fantasy trying to escape the reality. It's because, no, people are being found. There are people who have gone missing that are still out there. And our hope is that we are able to spread enough information, get the word out so that they can be found. So that for every person that has a family member crying out, hoping that they return, wishing they knew where they were, that eventually we can give them answers. And those that can be returned to safe environments are returned back to those safe environments. In regards to Raja, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of details in this case. But there's still family out there hoping, wishing, praying for answers in her return. Her cousin Alicia is quoted by News Channel 5 as saying, It's just like everything is flying by us, like birthdays, holidays. They're just going by and we haven't been able to find her. 
Mother's Day just passed. Two boys just went without being able to say happy Mother's Day to their mother. Mother's Day just passed. She wasn't able to call her mother and say happy Mother's Day. And for me, that's heartbreaking to know that I wasn't able to call my cousin and wish her a happy Mother's Day. Right now, there is a $25,000 reward for information leading to Raja. If you have any information concerning this case, I ask that you please contact the FBI tip line at 216-583-5383, where you can submit your tip anonymously, or you can go to tips.fbi.gov, and you can also submit anonymous tips that way. The Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Office is also accepting tips. Their office number is 216-348-4232. The detectives directly working with this case can be reached at 216-623-3138. Unfortunately, that is all I have for this particular case. I do thank you guys for listening. I want you guys to know I have been reading your messages. I have received your tips and everything. I know some people have asked about me going back to reposting information on the blog so you guys can go through the links and click on the articles and so forth for yourself. I am going to try my hardest. Please do understand, however, that running a podcast is like having an additional job, especially when it comes to true crime. It's a lot more than me sitting down and talking to you guys for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes into finding cases, getting the information on cases. Some cases I'm actually able to reach out to people and do actual interviews with family members, friends, and so forth, writing up the scripts, sitting down, recording, editing, and so forth, getting in all times to make sure you guys get your episodes every Sunday. It is a whole job within itself. (laughs) And right now it's just me doing it. As some of you guys know, I actually have two podcasts and I have a full-time job. So I am trying my best, but again, as of right now, it's me doing this work by myself. So I'm going to try to get the blog posts back up and get those things for you guys. But Please be patient with me. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of free work being done. And I want to be able to do as much as I can to help. But again, I also have to be very mindful of that I'm only one person and I can't pour for an empty cup. So be patient with me. I will try to get that up when I have the time to. Other than that, guys, as always, stay safe, stay vigilant, and I have a new episode for you next Sunday. Thanks. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.